Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are now tuned in to the AT Lodge cast. Sit down and relax. Have a drink, have a smoke. You are in the house with BK Trooper and Misty Boss, aka Mo. This looks like a cool place to kick it. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in the house again. BK Trooper and Mo, what's up, everybody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kicking off a new season. We got a lot of new stuff coming up for y'all. Yep, we do. And tonight is going to be another live show. No doubt. So, to send your song submissions. Where do they send their songs to, Mo? APLoungeCast at gmail.com. Where do they send their number one hits to? APLoungeCast at gmail.com. And I must tell you, the stuff that's been coming in, straight heat. Fire. You know? We step our games up. Yeah. <laughs> Word. Word. We got some Rock Nation, some Maybach music. We got some good music for y'all guys. Yes. So I'd like to get into current events. Let's do it. All right. So now there has been a lot that has been going on in current events. Just to catch y'all all up, the MTV Awards, iHeart um, Radio um, performance. So that has all passed. Uh, you know, if you've seen it, you know what's going on with that. And you got to watch the, the shows and you got to see the top songs and the top performers right now. And so, you know, that is going to go kind of right in line with our topic for the night. Mm -hmm. We talk about these hot top songs, the hit songs, the songs that is making waves. Making a difference. Yes. So with that being said, we're going to get into some music releases. So Kevin Gates dropped um, a new album. It's called My By Any Means 2. And that was released on September 22nd. And Jenny Aiko also released on September 22nd. Yeah. New album, Trip. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, it's classic Jenny Aiko. Um, but it's, it's like she hasn't done music in a minute. Like, you know, when you really sit here and think about it. And, you know, you got to realize that with artists, there's, there's a lot of pressure to always um, do better than the last album. And also to constantly be dropping music. And that is, you know, what management always recommends because they want you to stay current. They want you to stay relevant mm-hmm. and they want you to, you know, keep your spot in the music scene. So there are a lot of people excited about Jenny Aiko returning. And, um, you know, just so check that out. Kevin Gates, Jenny Aiko. And last but not least. Now, I've been following the Cardi B special. Now, that's what I call it, the Cardi B special. <laughs> um, because she has been on Love & Hip Hop and she showed, you know, a lot of her personality there on Love & Hip Hop. And then she decided to leave Love & Hip Hop, you know, and make some money moves by focusing on her career, which was a great move, by the way. Because her song, Bodak Yellow, Money Moves, has been doing so great this entire summer. It's like as soon as the song hit the radio waves, it was like people were like, who is that? Yeah. You know? So 
The song built up momentum over the summer. And if you've watched the MTV Awards, um, Music Awards, you got to see her perform the show and you got to see, you know, what she did. She's all, she was also on the Wendy Williams show. So she was promoting this song and she was also, you know, just doing her thing with it. And you could tell that, you know, the song was something that was, you know, personal for her. So yeah. with all of that being said, it's no surprise that Cardi B's Bodak Yellow took Taylor Swift out the number one spot. Did what? She took, she, Cardi B took Taylor Swift out the number one spot on the hot 100 billboard charts. Okay, and just to let you know how serious this is, the last time a hip hop female artist was at the number one spot of the Hot 100 charts was Lauren Hill, mm-hmm. Do Wop That Thing in 1998. That is almost, almost 20 years ago. Yeah. Okay. So this is a big deal. And the reason why I say that, because people don't realize there's different charts on the billboard. You have your hip hop or rap or whatever, that chart. And sure, she was number one on that chart. And, you know, she did her thing on that chart. But to get to the Hot 100, Hot 100, that is everything combined. That's not like broken down by genre. That's everything combined into one. So... For her to be at the number one spot, I don't think anyone should take this lightly. I don't think she is taking it lightly. It is a big deal. And congratulations to Cardi B on this achievement. Yeah. That song was like one of those songs when you heard it, you was like, yo, this song is a hit. I mean, yeah, the first time. At least that's the way I felt. The first time I heard it, I was like, I said, I know the voice, but it just sounded like she grew so much as an artist. That's just my opinion. Yeah. Like she really like went into her style and she really achieved it. Like she nailed it on this track. Yeah, she performed. She performed. And the thing is, you know, that's something that we're going to talk about is how to make. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is <My> <laughs> how, you know, the key elements of a hit song. Mm hmm. But I think we should get into that after we take a break. That's pretty much it for current events. All right, so let's let's go to our first song of the night. Yes. So the first song is going to be Rells featuring Nalo Blessings. And this artist is a rock nation artist. Yeah. I don't know if he's an indie rock nation, but I know it's a, a rock nation artist. So, you know, much love and respect. He's from the um, Virginia beach area. Straight from VA. VA baby. VA beach. Yes. So give it up. Pharrell's featuring Nalo. Blessings. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, it seems blessings keep falling from like airway Taking off in the lane nobody I've ever known The never scared anticipation of greatness with patience Then brought it here Now when it's pouring down rain my sky's crystal clear Face death three times, nothing to fear It just proved that forgiveness from God is really real Still with my day ones, been together since the bottom Now I'm taking off with no question if I got him Perseus type of flow down for clashing with the titans Cause my lines pack a punch, purify like I'm bison You thought that I like the attention, I don't like it A necessary embrace, so I guess I won't fight it Honestly, this point in time of my life is exciting Seeing a star being born out this world like I'm Orion I'm blessed and I'm honored with the gift of being a penman yeah. Humble by the ear that you lend me when you listen It's like blessings upon blessings, you feel like we flexing Flexing I, I swear it's blessings upon blessings, you feel like we flexing It's blessings upon blessings, you feel like we flexing Nah, I swear that we flexing It's like blessings upon blessings, I swear that we flexing Ay, I try to tell them ain't no love in my city, but we gon' come together New Beach Boys, another level, forever keep it a hundred They sick to they stomach, like how I always stay in front of my peers But never fronted, I'm laid with the records up in the air with that reference I'm bugging, they think I'm falling off <laughs> Perception is everything, just so wrong I was plotting and when I dropped and we on the ball Then my drop turned to Audubon, what's my daughter bond? All the hate gets blurred, swear I got away with words See this hate got them waiting without a plate to serve Apologize for the wait, though I pray it teaches patience To this generation, I pray they learn Hope you distinguish between what's real I'm about to bring the beast back That old Timmy Missy, you got the keys to the Jeep back Flyboy rap, I've been a problem, but G-Facts I was bagging dimes when y'all was just talking weed packs I was bagging dimes when y'all was just talking weed packs <laughs> It's like blessings upon blessings, you know that we flexing Ay, ay, swear it's blessings upon blessings, you know that we flexin' I swear that we flexin' All these blessings upon blessings, I swear that we flexin' Yeah, yeah, ay, ay, one time All these blessings upon blessings, you know that we flexin' All these blessings upon blessings Can't be mad Look, chasing the dream but you don't see the vision Vain sacrifices got me feeling like I don't need commitment I get even with you don't even listen How could you be dismissive? I see the distance in your egotism You don't love me if you don't die for me I Take one for me, die to your pride Put your ego aside for me If you a rider, stop getting beside yourself It's harder to die to self Long way from the days they was putting us in the box Never thought that I'd be sitting up at the rock Came from disadvantage of meetings up at Atlantic Unk told me remember the hood, I pray that you watching Now we popping, you couldn't be mad that you not in position Too much reminiscing, not enough vision Too much balling out right out of your budget See why you was clubbing, we was out on the mission Now it's blessings upon blessings, they couldn't deny the effort Now me and God reconnecting, it feel like we flexing I swear that we flexing You know that was destined It's blessings upon blessings, they couldn't deny the effort Now me and God reconnecting, feel like we flexing Know that we flexing Know that we flexing
are listening to AP Loudcast Radio. Yeah, we are back. That was... Rels featuring Nalo with Blessings. And by the way, guys, uh-huh. thanks for blessing us with those blessings. <laughs> Straight from VA. That's right. Keep, keep bringing in them hits. Yes. Send them number ones. Yes. It was tight. It was tight. Feeling that. I was definitely feeling that one. That definitely makes the, you know, the, the iPod, the catalog. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's tight. I like that songs like that. Nice, mellow, but still street, still hood. Nice flows, nice melodies. Feeling it. Yeah, it was a good balance. It's mm-hmm. a good balance of like classic hip hop and then, you know, modern, modern hip hop. So I like it. So we're going to get into this topic now. Because I think... <sighs> It's a good conversation to have here at the AP Lounge cast. So do I. Um, all right. So anyway, another thing that I wanted to bring up, though, you know, though, is that this is something that you see artists like even the artists that we work with, BK. Like they're yeah. they're always achieving to make this hit song. So we're going to talk about that today. I mean, in light of Cardi B making number one on the Hot 100 charts, I think that this is something that we really should be discussing and really getting into so that um, our listening audience, indie artists, producers, wherever you fit in, you get an idea of what key elements make a hit song. Yeah, so we have what? How many elements? Five? Well, I I put six down here, Mm -hmm. but... Really and truly, there's going to be more that's going to go into the six while we're talking about each item. And really, there could be a whole lot more. But I think these are the... Basic. Yeah. And like the the key items or the key things that every hit song has. Like even if you, you think of any hit song, they all have these six items. Okay? So, I'm going to do... My thing, and then I'm gonna do my thing, and I'm gonna ah, 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 clean it up. Like you got always it. Do. You got it. So go ahead, you lead it off, mm-hmm. and then I follow. All right, sounds good. So item number one: all hit songs are well written. What do I mean by well written? Now you're probably thinking, oh, you know. If you're thinking about well-written, maybe she's talking about proper grammar or, you know, it, it, it flows right or it's a combination of many things when I say well-written. Well-written, it has to be able to get the point or the vision across of what you're trying to do. So, you know, let's use Bodak Yellow, Cardi B's Bodak Yellow. Well-written means that whatever message you're trying to give through your song, it has to be clear and it has to be precise. Like in the first few seconds of the track playing, and I'm talking about once the vocals hitting, once the lyrics kick in, even if it's just a chorus, you should know what the song is about 
after like let's say the first 10 to 15 seconds of lyrics you should know the yeah. song is about this or that so well written means that you have to make sure that your message is getting across and it's flowing similar to how you know authors write books with a beginning middle and end your song kind of has to have your beginning middle and end it kind of has to have a flow of things yes so you know no jumping all over the place the theme of the song has to be carried throughout and that's what a a, a well written song is so now getting back to Cardi B's Bodak Yellow when she comes in and says she gonna do what to who let's find out and see like you know I'm just using that as an example you already know this is a song about somebody saying something, talking a smack, and they don't have nothing to back up that smack. So she's checking them. So this song is a check song. Like for the haters. For the haters. Mm-hmm. For the throw shaders. Hater songs always seem to be like number one hits. So that's like a little, you know, tip I'm giving y'all. <laughs> I think I'm gonna do a hater song. I mean, it just it it just so it comes so natural. It's like, and the reason it becomes so natural is because you know. And this is just a side note. This is just my synopsis. I'm a, I'm a very observant person, and I happen to like analyze everything. Sometimes I need to take a break from analyzing, but Lord it's. <laughs> but you know. The point being, so much people don't take responsibility for their own lives that when they see people actually taking responsibility for their life and achieving their goals and, and, and achieving success and reaching that success, they automatically hate because they, they just don't want to take the time to get their stuff together. And so it really, when people be like, well, hate really stems from the person. It really does. Like, it's not, that's not like, you know, some cliche thing to say. It really does. So Mm -hmm. that's why those songs always do well. So BK, thanks for that little tip. You know, you know, a hater song always will get you a hit. But, um, you know, I was just going to say close to it. You got to be done right still. It's still got to be well written. And so, you know, that's what I mean by that. Going on to item number two. Okay. It has to be well-performed. What do I mean by that? I don't mean going on a stage and performing a song well because you're not getting to a stage unless it's a hit anyway or unless you're promoting locally like that. But you're not going to get to a big stage until the song is already a hit. So what I'm saying is by well-performed is you have to, when you're recording, you have to, when you're recording the song, and BK has talked to me about this a lot of times. And I'm going to just keep it 100 with y'all. Sometimes he annoys me with it, but I know what he's trying to say. And it's, it's really true. If you don't perform the song, like you're performing it on a stage when you're recording, they're not getting that raw feeling. Like, mm-hmm. I can only imagine, and I think Cardi B did mention this, that she actually was picturing all the haters, all those chicks that was talking smack while she was writing the song and while she was recording. Like she was picturing them in her head. That's getting into the role. You see, 
people think that acting, and I don't want to say it's acting because you should be real with yourself and real with your music. But people think that acting is the only place where you have to perform or you have to get into the role. You have to get into the role of the song. Yeah. You have to get into the role of the song. So it has to be well performed. And I really believe that there is no hit song that I've heard anywhere that did not have a great recording performance. Yeah, so if it's like a love song, you're not going to be singing hard and like, you know, you're from the streets and whatever. It's gonna, you're going to sound like smooth, a little softer than normal. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, LL Cool J, I Need Love. You came in a little smooth, a little softer on that. You know what I'm saying? So you got to get the, you got to set the tone, the energy, the mood, and you have to be like in that position where you, when you wrote that song, you know what I mean? Like, what emotion you was feeling and just revisit that emotion and blend it in with the beat and then just go at it and just let go. That's all. Just let go. Give it your 100. And, 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 and if you don't like that, take, do it over. Yes. That's one thing about recording. You don't like the way it sounds. You can do it over and over and over again until it's to your liking. I mean, you know, that's the beauty of recording. This is the part where you get to have fun. You have fun with it. See what works. Because that's what it is. You know, music is a form of entertainment. It's a form of therapy. It's a form of many things. Expression. Expression. It's an art form. And, you know, I can't tell you how much times fans really like the artists that they listen to because they got them through a breakup they got them through, you know, um, a situation because their music related to it. Now, there are some fun songs, songs that's not about a heavy message, not about, you know, trying to get you through. But and those are still hit makers as well. So we're going to continue on with the list here. But the performance is like one of the biggest things, aside from being well written, that I mean really sells the track. It really sells it. Yeah. Number three on the list. All hit songs are relatable. What do I mean by relatable? Now, BK touched on it a little bit when he said hater songs always seem to do well. They always seem to be hit songs because it's relatable because everybody has a naysayer somewhere around them and so when they hear a song like this, they're like, yes, yes, yes. This is exactly what I'm talking about. And then they're feeling it because it's relatable. It has to be True. relatable. Relatable also means it's relevant. It's relevant. You can't be talking about something that's not really relevant because then it goes over people's heads. And sometimes you want to push the envelope. And that doesn't mean you don't push the envelope by only staying, let's say, relevant to things people don't know. Sometimes you want to be the person that pushes the envelope and brings that new trend along, but it still has to be a relevant factor. So, so relevant and being relatable to the demographic or the fan base that you're trying to reach is what's going to make that a hit song. Because you see, you could have a great song, and it happens a lot of the times. Someone has a great song and you're actually sitting and you're like, how come this wasn't a hit? Well, because 
uh, it could be another factor that, that I will get into later in this list. But sometimes it's just simply it wasn't relatable. It wasn't relatable to the larger section of the population. And that's the thing that we have to really be thinking about. For you mm-hmm. to be number one on the Hot 100, you have to be getting fans that's not even, let's say that's not really um, 100% in your group. So you could be a country singer and get someone who is a, a, a fan of hip-hop like your country song because your country song was relatable to them. So they don't care that it's not in the genre that they usually don't listen to. The song was relatable to them and that's what makes it a hit. That is what pop music is. Pop is short for popular, which means it doesn't matter what genre it's in. It means that it's what's popular and popping right now. Yeah. And so that is why it has to be relatable and relevant so that you catch the, you know, more than one fan base, let's say. And when, if you're going to break down the fans into music genres. Because it becomes crossover. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. That's what she's trying to say. It's, it becomes crossover once it reaches a certain status because now it's on pop stations and other stations. And it's getting way more exposure. Exactly. Exactly. And once you start getting on those um, stations that plays all different types of music, you know your song is going to be on them charts. Once it hits that, that kind of station, and we all know those stations, not the stations that's geared towards like one thing or one kind of genre or it's a couple of genres. Those We're talking about stations. the pop the stations. Those are the chart stations. The pop stations are the chart stations. They play them in order too. Exactly. And you hear the number ones over and over. There's a reason for that because these are the songs that's popular and they are pop station and they're a pop station and they're going to play what's popular. So... Make sure you're relatable and relevant. Item number four. And this is just a given. Like, I can't even tell you how many times I may not even like like a song 100% when I hear it first. I'm just saying. You know what I'm talking about. But the song is so damn catchy that you find yourself singing that song later on. You You find yourself walking around singing. You're like... Why am I singing this song? <laughs> yeah. True, true, true. It's so catchy, you can't help yourself. You just can't help yourself. So, catchy lyrics, catchy hooks, you know what I mean? That, that's going to get you a hit song. And what do I mean by catchy? It, when I say catchy, it just flows right. It's like the words just came together and it was effortless. So, it kind of goes hand in hand with well-written but catchy is something that that really pulls it in. Like when we think about commercials and you think about those commercial slogans, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like Folgers in your cup and stuff yeah. like that. People came up with a catchy slogan and now people's buying Folgers coffee because the, the thing you, you when you go in the coffee aisle, you're singing Folgers in your cup now. You see what I'm trying to say? It's so it's just that simple. It has to be catchy. Something that just is, yeah. is, is very um, memorable to the people. Very memorable. That's what catchy really means. So which takes us into our fifth item, which is radio ready. Yeah. And the reason I'm going to stay on this for a little bit and I'm going to use a, a, a few examples. Radio ready. And I have to talk about this because there has been um, some huge success with indie artists. 
because their music was radio ready. And what do I mean by that? I mean, if someone hears your song on an indie level, an indie station, a podcast like ours, and they say, you know what, I'm calling up the station and I'm going to ask for them to play this song because this song is hot. I think the world should know about this song. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I think they should know about it. Mm -hmm. So you know what? I'm going to request this song. Now imagine the radio stations hear the song and they're like, oh my gosh, the production is awful. The the song is hot, but the, I can't play this on the radio. It's, it doesn't match up and line up to the other stuff on the radio. Now mind you, if they have good engineers at the radio stations, they can bring it up to the level where it would match. And that's just how it is. But it's always better, right BK? To do the, the, the mixing and mastering with the person you record with or with the engineer that works with the studio you, you recorded with. Why? I'm going to tell you why. Because at that point, they can separate the vocals. They can separate everything. It's tracked out. They can actually mold that song into a hit song at that level to, to make it pop, to make it, you know. Radio ready. Yeah, radio ready. And they to make it. to it up to the ceiling. Exactly. Exactly. So it can compete effectively with well-known artists. So making sure that it's radio ready is everything. And I'm going to give you some examples. Imagine if Young Ma with the ooh, song her song ooh, if she didn't have that radio ready. Do you realize that that song wouldn't even hit no charts? It wouldn't hit no charts because no one would have even knew it existed. So that is the potential of having your song radio ready. Same thing with Dej Loaf. That song Try Me. And she actually went on interviews after Try Me became a hit and said that she had better songs than Try Me. Remember she said that? Yeah. In her eyes, she had better mm -hmm. songs than Try Me. But Try Me made it. Why? Because it was relatable. It was well-written, well-performed, and it was catchy. And it was radio-ready. So she had five items in that song. But the main two things that really brought that song over the top was the fact that it was relatable and it was catchy. You had people try me, try me. Everywhere. Everywhere. I couldn't go nowhere without hearing that song playing out of somebody's car. I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. That's how much that song took off. So don't think, to all you indie artists out there, don't think that your song won't get played on the radio. I'm going to say that again. Don't think your song can't get played on the radio. It could get there, especially with the right following and with the right fan base. Your song could go from, we've all seen it. Like if you go to YouTube or you go to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever, and you see that something goes viral. Mm -hmm. I mean, like it went from zero views to like a million views in two days. It went from not being a hit to being a hit. That stuff happens. It happens more than you think. I mean, I've seen things. I've seen simple things go viral. Imagine your song going mm. viral. Mm. That's something to think about. The next time you go in the studio to record. Just have it ready. Radio ready. So when, it, when someone picks it up, they're like, they can't deny you.
They can't even deny you. Like, yo, this, this, this artist got their stuff on point. They cannot deny you. And now I'm getting to my last item on the list. And that is timing of the release of the song. And this is on the list because it has happened, D. We have watched it mm-hmm. where people have released songs either too early or too late. And the song is, the song is good. The song is a hit. But it doesn't get to the charts as high as it should because it was released too early or too late. And how do you know something's been released too early? Remember, I talked about the envelope pushing, you know, pushing that envelope. Sometimes the fans get set in their ways. And I'm, you know what I'm saying? And, and I've done it too. They want to hear more of the same. Sometimes you get comfortable. You want to hear more of the same. They're not ready for that new new yet. They're not ready for that new you know, they like looking at you like, nah, I'm, I'm kind of good over here with this. I, you know, I don't know what this artist is trying to do, but give me more of what I've been listening to because I'm kind of in the mood for some of this. So they're too early. But then that next artist comes out or that third artist comes out and now it's a hit because they were the second or third person or, or they weren't, weren't. Sometimes the envelope pusher is the one that makes that makes the change. But sometimes timing is everything. And you have to, to know, is this relevant? That's why I said being relatable and relevant. Is this, if I release this now, is it relevant to today? And that's where I want to go to um, the guy who did Panda. What's his name again? Designer. If he dropped Panda today, mm-hmm. I don't think it would have been as much of a hit as when he dropped it. Agreed. Because Future was just becoming real hot at that time. And that style of rapping was still fairly new. <laughs> what that got to do? What <laughs> you hear this dude? What that got to do with, with, with the music though? His music changed. It came back to what it was. So you're telling me that that Future was on some other stuff when he was with Ciara? I don't know what happened to his music, but it wasn't as popping until he, I watched the documentary. You didn't see it? No, I didn't. Yeah, he has a documentary and all that stuff, man. I saw it. Does he say that his music was popping after he got after he broke up with Sierra? Oh, I don't know if she broke up with him or he broke up he with her. He didn't say it, but it was it's pretty much the consensus. Well, I'm not gonna get into that. See, this is the part where I don't like getting in, in people's personal business. You know what I'm saying? But his music got better. Look. I'm not getting involved in that. And the reason why I'm saying it is because their whole their whole relationship was a whole big debacle because they 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 was just in the news too much. And at the end of the day, I don't know how you could be so in love with a person and hate them so bad in just a, in just a few weeks. Like I'm not saying they were together for just a few weeks, but how could you go from yo you are my everything to get away from me? Like I I just feel like the love wasn't there to begin with. He might have and, saw some candles or something. <laughs> <laughs> disregard that, people. <laughs> disregard that. Ugh, BK, you are too much. You are too much. <laughs> you better hope that person ain't listening. <laughs> hey. Anyway, to make a long story short, future... 
was new and popping at the time. He was he was a um an artist that was, you know, upcoming artist that was getting some real serious buzz. Um and getting back to the Ciara thing for a minute, it kind of helped him because people knew who Ciara was. So it, it kind of helped his career, even if it may that's have true. hurt the career. It They still got something out of it. I don't. Anyway, that's a side note. The point being, he was new at the time, coming up, doing his thing. And then Designer came out, similar style, and did the same thing and got a hit song. So timing is is something that we really do need to think about i agree and you know though that's my list i mean do you have anything to add to that before we you know go into the next i think you nailed just about everything i mean i'm like wow she left me nothing it's well you know what we'll go into a break i'll give you some time to think about it <laughs> and then we'll come back and and then hear your thoughts on everything and some you know some some of this. So what's the next song? Well, the next song is one of our favorites here at the AP Lounge Cast, Ron O'Neill, Son of Rome. Yeah. SV. SV. Go. Let's go. I was on my way to the corner store, uh, but I gotta be low cause I'm the one they gunning for, what they running for, uh, must be these big ones, shells coming up this 44, trapping out the honeycomb, uh, feds caught one package, man, fuck you, got a hundred more, chilling in my summer home, uh, hitting to get killed, one of mine, better know we got a hundred more, man, I'm in another zone, uh, my nigga keep said step it up, shit, I went thunderdome, dumb, Man, shoot, I went Thunderdome, all white in Italy Looking like the sun of Rome I be all white in Italy Looking like the sun of Rome They took me to the mothership Thank God I left my mother home I been on some other shit I been on another level I chop me another brick I got me another bezel These niggas are start some shit My niggas that never settle Tell niggas to catch a grip Or niggas could cook a shovel Shovel I be all white in Italy, looking like the sun of Rome. Sun of Rome. I be all white in Italy, looking like the sun of Rome. Sun of Rome. Whoop, whoop. Sun of Rome. I be all white in Italy, looking like the sun of Rome. Since I'm going Thunderdome, you should call me Mel Gibb. We should put them scaffolds on my nuts against that brick. No, it ain't a scaffold. You can hit the fell switch. I be in the castle, black bottles and stale shrimp. Get a chance, better stay true And when you score, better dance like you Ray Luke I be going cross seas, chilling with a foreign Blowing on a cross breed uh, And that's words to my offspring uh, They all birds and they all sing uh, I let them get they chirp on Call me young Jerry Jones where I get the work off uh, Man, I'm in another zone, ski says step it up Shit, I went Thunderdome Man, shit, I went Thunderdome All white in Italy Looking like the sun of Rome I be all white in Italy Looking like the sun of Rome I be all white in Italy Looking like the sun of Rome Sun of Rome Sun of Rome I be all white in Italy, looking like the sun of Rome. I be all white in Italy, looking like the sun of Rome. 
you, 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 you are listening to AP Loungecast. I'ma need some hair before I smash, that's some respect trick, yeah I'ma need all of that, yeah You know the call ain't calling back Flashbacks in the 03 crown And she just wanna spend all my racks, goddamn I'm talking about racks on racks on racks And I wanna platinum, platinum, platinum I wanna tie hold this black on black And they say the violence black on black Round here, man, the hood is like a rack Twelve start shooting, that's me shooting back No, I ain't been around in a hot minute Pull up on a hundred spots like chop back What if I can't kill a Cadillac? Feeling just like my granddaddy Had a bad bra from Grand Rapids And she pro-black with a head nappy One side telling me to hit her up The other side like, what the hell for? She fucking my dog, them is cut though I'm on a guest list, no plus four I walk in the spot like a star five Feeling just like a young Tito Jackson Baby girl, I'm trying to see your mattress Make a little change, some zeros rapping No autographs, man, please don't ask me She can tell everybody I'm an asshole Cause I'm out here trying to do me Till I come up, stand on the low Just stand on the low, yeah Some niggas get it handed to them, don't that make you mad? Look man, film this documentary, only thing I'm missing is a bottle of Hennessy Middle fingers to all of my enemies, when I'm dead and gone and I pray they remember me Everything around elevated, shit moving up like a brown elevator I ain't got no words, adverbs, verbs, conjunctions, announced for a hater Outlining all of my destiny, whether or not you're ahead of me I know she's after the D like the letter E, never let them get the best of me Giving my all until it's nothing left in me, cause in high school we knew the ecstasy Now we got corporate jobs, young niggas on the rise since you buy my cook out trace, I order fries. Look, I'ma fail, you're a lie, boy. I'ma make it, you're right, boy. Wake up from the world to a dream like this can't be your life, can't be your life, nah.
Yeah, that was Ron Beatty featuring Chris Mills with visuals. That was a new song on new the AP Loudcast. Yeah. So you got your thoughts together on what you want to say about the whole key elements needed for a hit song? Oh uh, yeah. First off, I want to say that those are, those are some great keys that we came up with for you guys to um, basically use as tools. Um, I think basically all the bases were covered on this one. And um, those are some great tips, fabulous tips from us that you can use. And, you know, just like, I don't know, write it down, read it over and over again, and then start writing. You know, and and then, you know, get in that zone and just start creating from the heart. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to chime in on that. Um, These are key elements that you're going to notice in every hit song that you could possibly think of. And so when you're writing or if you're working with songwriters, you want to make sure that they're hitting these key elements. And, you know, as with all albums, Maybe not every song is going to hit the Billboard charts, but you want to try and have at least three to four songs on an album. If it's an EP, maybe one to two, but three to four songs on an album that you could say, these are my hits. Those are the ones that you want to be single releases if you're doing an album. And we'll get into something like that in another podcast, but... The point being, these are the ones that you want to be able to promote when you go into events, that you want to, you know, perform, that you want to be able to promote with your, your CDs or what have you on your websites yeah. and whatever. So think about the songs or the key elements for a hit song and then think about the hit songs being used as a way to create and build a fan base. Because that's exactly what Dej Loaf did, what Young Ma did, what Cardi B did, what Kendrick Lamar did, J. Cole, Big Sean. These were all people, and they have said it in their lyrics, even Drake, um, that they were indie artists. Nicki Minaj, all these people were, were indie artists making mixtapes. And this is what Cardi B was saying. She was making mixtapes. Who's working as hard as she is? She was dropping music after music, song after song, and she was performing all over the place. So you have to be ready to back up your music. You have to be ready to perform that. And that's why if you perform it right in the studio, it'll be no, it'll be not even a thought for you to perform it live in front of any audience. Now when she performs, she doesn't even have to sing the words. Yeah, it's crazy. You watch her performances now and the whole cr- the crowd is singing. It's like it's their song. Like you said, it's like it's their song. Mm-hmm. That's, that's how relatable this song was to people that it's actually their song. Like they put their name in a section where she says this is Cardi B. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I mean like that's a hit song. People can own it. They so, can feel it. Yes, and that's the thing. You want to be creating hit songs that have all six elements. And just to sum it up, I'm going to say them again. You want a hit song that is, one, well-written, two, well-performed, 
three relatable and relevant, four catchy, five that's radio ready, and six that's released on time. Like perfect release time. So those are the tips. And nobody knows what that is. So it's just like a luck of the draw sometimes. So it's it's like the stock market. Yeah. On that one. Like we don't have any like key um <laughs> formula to give you to say this is when you know you could drop these kind of songs. You have to pay attention to the market. You have to pay attention to to what's going on, what the music fans are looking for. You have to, you know, again, and these are stuff that... Do your homework. Yeah, you got to do your homework as far as the content of your song. Is the public ready for this kind of song? You know what I mean? So, you know, these are the key elements. You can, you know, elaborate on these key elements that we gave you when you're in the studio creating your hits. And when you're done creating those hits, don't forget to send them to the AP Loungecast radio at aploungecast at gmail.com. Where? AP Loungecast at gmail.com. Exactly. So, I mean, you just basically have to just lock in, get in the zone, perform your song in the studio while you're recording. Just nail it. And, and, and you know, market it. And there's a whole lot of business aspect to it also. But we've done, we've done a lot of podcasts on that. So just go through our catalog, see what we got. We got a lot of topics. We touched on a lot of things. And we, we give a lot of valuable content, you know, on this platform for y'all. This is, our, this is our show. You know what I'm saying? This is our platform. So let's just take full advantage of it, send those hits in. And, um, you know, we build. And if you have anything that you wanted to add to this list, just um, send it to us in the email and, you know, we'll get back to you. you maybe know. they might be a part two. Yeah, hey. maybe. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to go into our final song for the night. And this is EXO from ATL, Head Up and Top Down. We out. Peace. Until next time. in the building and I want you to come on and take a ride with me we're gonna slide out coast to coast you know what I'm saying do a little bit of thing for you feel me ride with me and bump to this music get your groove on Don't act tough, ayy. Hey. I got my head on my head and head up the top.
Yeah, so 